0: Welcome to Speaking the Truth in Agape Love Podcast. We are your hosts Chad Mitchell and David Finch. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. I'm Chad Mitchell. I'm David Finch, and uh, we're glad to be back with you for another study. We've been studying about evangelism, and we're con- we're con- transitioning into um, talking about the church, Christ's church. That's right. And, um, maybe some of you get to wondering, uh, is what, uh, well, one church is just as good as another, right? As long as we all believe in Christ. You know, I (laughs) I hear that a lot. Yeah. You know, we all believe in Christ. We're good. It doesn't matter what the church is, you know? So we're going to be kind of touching on that and seeing what the Bible says about that. That's right. And we'll be talking about the church of Christ, um, and the Lord's church, basically. That's right. And so, uh, First off, if uh, you're listening, and we, I'm going to call out the Germany. There's someone who listens in Germany all the time. That's right. And I thank you. I see you. Uh, We're doing a shout out. Yeah, we see uh, We see all of you that listen throughout the country, um, and it's encouraging to us. We appreciate you listening, um, and we hope you enjoy the show. Uh, and uh, But if you're in Blackfoot... There's, some, there's quite a few that listen in Blackfoot. Yeah. We'd love to have you at uh, services. We, you'll receive a warm welcome. We'd love to have you. Amen. Uh, just co- uh, 10 o'clock on Sunday. For Bible class. For Bible class. And 11, 11 a.m. for worship. Uh, we'd love to have you stop by and, and meet you. Um, it's 370 North Schilling. And, so, and then if you want, I mean... Dave, you're always looking for someone that maybe you don't want to come. You want to have a study, yeah, an in-home Bible study. We're certainly available for that as well. That's right. And so just send us an email. The email's in the link, uh, truthinagapelove at gmail.com. Uh, and we can set that up for you. Um, we can come to you in yep. Blackfoot, Iowa Falls, Pocatello, doesn't matter. That's right. Uh, it's going to be a little difficult to go to Columbia, Tennessee, right? Yeah. Uh, or <laughs> we get some weird ones. Give me some time. I'll try to get there. Though. Yeah, um, <laughs> but we'd love to study with you if 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 that's something that interests you. Uh, so
1: with that, I think uh, uh, we'll go ahead and jump into our study. Yes. So, so like like Chad, you just mentioned how we we just finished a series on evangelism, and as we evangelize with others, the message is simply Christ. Yeah. it, it is preaching Christ. It is. It is about bringing them to Christ. So now getting into the Church of Christ. Why the Church of Christ? Why are we bringing them to the Church of Christ? Mm -hmm. Well, this is the church that is named in Scripture. As we see in Romans 16.16, it says, Greet one another with a holy kiss. The churches of Christ greet you. Now the, the churches of Christ, what he's talking about there, he's talking about all of the local congregations from around the area greet the church in Rome. That's what he's talking about there. And and as we know, you know, Christ talks about in Matthew 16:18 as he's talking to Peter, he says, "I will build my church." Yeah. So there's only there's only one church that Christ purchased with his blood. Sure. And Colossians 1:18 it says he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead that in all things he may have the preeminence. So he being Christ is the head of the body. He is the head of the church. So his church, he is the head, and we as the the members are his body.
0: Yeah, it's the brethren, it's the people that make up the That's church. Right.
1: It's not the building.
0: It's not the building. <laughs> it's the people, it's it's not the sign out front. That's it's right. the people that make up the church. And the people believe in Christ.
1: Yeah. Now It's important to talk about what church is Christ, what church belongs to Christ. And it's important, when you look over at at Psalm 127, verse 1, this is a very powerful verse. It says, Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he gives his beloved sheep. But it, really, that was verse 1 and 2. But in verse 1, if the Lord builds the house, unless the Lord builds a house, unless the Lord is a part of it, those who build it labor in vain. Yeah. Now, we talked about this last week, I believe, Chad, how... You spent 2 weeks on on putting something together and yeah. and you didn't get the job. Oh yeah. And how frustrating that is. Now imagine spending your entire life dedicating yourself to what you think is the the Lord's church. Yeah. And you you do everything according to what they're saying, but it is it is a lie. It is it is contrary to what Christ says. Everything you've done your entire life is in vain. Yeah, and when on Judgment Day you will face that that wrong decision. Mm-hmm. So, it, me and Chad have said this t- probably too many times. You, <laughs> if you listen in all the time, you're probably like, "Oh, great, here he goes again." But it's not what we say. It doesn't matter what I believe. It yeah. doesn't matter what Chad believes. What does God say? Mm-hmm. So, in order to establish christ church we need to go to his word yeah and let god's word guide us onto how we are to worship him how we are to seek to please him and so that is the only way for christ to be the head of the church Mm -hmm. if he is not the head of that church and there is someone else leading it man then guess what Mm -hmm. you do it in vain well, It's in vain.
0: The big thing, too, is is Christ gave us directions through his inspired right. men. Yes. Okay? God gave us directions. Um, you know, and, and, you know, it's, I don't know, it, I'm sure that m- many people listening have had to hire a contractor, okay, to do whatever, okay? Mm-hmm. M- maybe it's remodel a bathroom, remodel whatever, you know. Imagine hiring a contractor to do a remodel in your house, and instead he builds... You know, I'm just going to use the race car. Yeah. You know, I figured you'd, Cause everyone th- wants you'd a race have car. a lot more fun with this race car rather than your bathroom remodel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, or, or and, and, but you gave them a specific plans. You know, you've got plans, you've got directions on what they need to do, and you hire them, give them the purchase order, whatever. Uh, you give them a check to get started, and they do a totally different, opposite thing. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. People do that with their religion, okay? That's right. They go, well, you know, we don't need to follow everything. As long as we follow the core things. We all believe in Jesus. We're good, you know? Right. Um, it doesn't matter what we do. We, we pay homage to him, and they forget the rules. They don't even look at the print. That's right. You know, that. that's what I say. And I'm a fabricator. You have to follow the print. If you go off on your own, boy, it's on you, man. Yeah, it's not what the what the end result person's gonna want, and and that's doing something in vain. You're just doing it in vain. No one's gonna want the race car. They're probably not gonna finish paying you. Yeah, kay? you're not gonna get paid. So all that work you put in does what you thought they wanted. <laughs> yeah, was in vain, and that's what people do with their religion. Well, I think God's just gonna love how we, you know, brought in this, a uh, bunch of the youth by doing this, you know. T- Whatever. Whatever it is. Okay? Yeah. Uh, $100 bill to everyone that comes in the door. I don't know. You yeah. Know? Um, that's, we're just going to bring those people in. I'll be may- there for that day, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's an Easter egg hunt. I've heard people say, well, we do a great big Easter egg hunt because people come in and they hear the gospel on Easter. Yeah. You know? Well, do they come the rest of the week- time? No. They were only there for the Easter egg hunt. Yeah. But they heard the gospel. Did they? Are they... Participating in the congregation, like yeah. they're supposed to, like we're what's written. That's right. And so that that's it. The Church of Christ,
1: and had, to, what
0: was established, and the rules. That's what we're gonna be going over. The right. rules of the Church of Christ.
1: And so to help us illustrate this this exact point that we've been talking about, Romans 10, 1 through four, and let's keep in mind who wrote Romans. It was Paul. Now he used to be. A Jew he was of the strictest he was a pharisee and he he was persecuting the church mm-hmm. and he went from persecuting the church to then being persecuted as a church member and so
0: that had to been quite a transition oh man
1: it is <laughs> talk about a complete 180 change right mm-hmm. because he recognized that it didn't matter what he was doing he was doing it in vain but so as as he's talking to the, the Israelites in in Romans 10, 1 through 4, he says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law, for righteousness to everyone who believes. So being ignorant of God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own righteousness. This is exactly what happens in the world today. Mm-hmm. They don't follow the guidelines of what God has said in his written word and they they still want to call themselves righteous but they go a different way. And they become self-righteous. So they're seeking to be righteous, but it's not according to God's righteousness.
0: They start doing the I thinks and the— I believe you know, and I feel. I, yeah, I think these are going to be—this is going to be way better for God. He's going to love this way better. Yeah. You know? In a way, it's kind of like leaving out step two in in an assembly project, you know, yeah. an IKEA project, yeah. okay? Yeah.
1: The part that you put the screws in. Yeah, so you left (laughs) out step two. Let's cut that part out.
0: It's going to be way better. I don't have time for this. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, that's about how silly this is, you know? That's right. If you don't follow the whole gospel and everything that it says in the commandment of the church of Christ, of the Lord's church that he purchased with his own blood, like you said. That's right. If you leave things out or put something else in there in the directions, it's 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 not Christ's church.
1: Yeah, because what we what we need to understand is it is Christ who has all authority, not yeah. just part or some but all authority. Christ has all authority. As it says in Matthew 28:18, says And Jesus came and spoke to them. This is after yeah. he he was dead, buried and resurrected and he, he goes to them saying, "All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth." Notice how it is not just on earth that he has authority. He has authority in heaven as well, and not just some, all authority. That, that all there is so important to notice, he has all authority. Mm-hmm. And then when you read in Matthew 21, verse 25, now here Christ is asking a question in response to the scribes and Pharisees who are challenging him. And Christ, maintaining control here of the, of the situation, he turns around and asks them a question. And he says, if you answer this question, I will tell you by what authority I do these things. And so in Matthew 21, verse 25, Christ says, the baptism of John, where was it from? From heaven or from men? Now, I, I bring this out because what we need to understand is is Christ is pointing out that there are really only two sources of authority. Yeah. From heaven, which is where God is, or man. Mm -hmm. Those are the only two sources of authority. Yeah. So who are you going to put your trust into? Mm -hmm. The one that left his home in glory to come down here to walk among us, to to show us the way to heaven, or man?
0: Have you ever, and you know, this is big, this is huge right here, because if the authority that you are doing something in worship didn't come from those well
1: they come either come they,
0: they either come from those two sources. Right? Mm-hmm. They either come from man that's right. or from from heaven. That's right. And when we use authority, when we talk about authority, we're looking at the the authority that's been given to us from God's word. Yes. That's how he talks to us. Yeah. Anything else is from man. Yeah. Or your dog or whatever, I don't know, but This is
1: this is the main point of why Chad and I Always point out, it doesn't matter
0: what we believe. It's not. The authority has not been coming from me.
1: Chad and I cannot (laughs) save you. No. No one can save you but Christ alone. And the reason why he can is because he gave his life. That's right. He bought us with his blood. Yes. And that is so important. And in fact, next week, Chad, we're going to kind of get into that a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, and and all that that entails. But he bought purchased us with his blood Mm -hmm. he paid the ultimate price he bought us Mm -hmm. we belong to him and if you give the authority to someone else yeah they will be consequences
0: just a quick story yes i've i've been a foreman worked in in projects i've been the the grunt whatever but in my experience as a foreman sometimes um when you're working in in a in a a uh, plant or where there's a lot of other people, engineers and stuff. Um, you have to really watch that authority thing. I've had guys, I'll come up and I'm like, what are you guys doing? And they, they're they like, oh, so-and-so come by and said that they wanted it this way. And I'm like, you work for me, not them. Like, if they want something different, they got to come to me. That's right. You know, and I'm upset about it. Mm-hmm. Imagine how God's going to be when he comes up and says, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I didn't tell you to do this. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, you it's know, the same. It's the same thing. That brings out a really good point because, like, you have in the construction world, <laughs> you have the the managers, mm-hmm. and then above them are the superintendents. Sure, right? sure, sure. If the superintendent comes to you and tells you, "No, no, no, I actually want it this way," yeah. You do it that way. And then you you call your boss, your manager, and say, hey, your boss told me to do this this. That's right. So just beware.
0: Absolutely.
1: But really what you're doing is everyone is below God. Mm -hmm. And so in Scripture, he's the superintendent. He's the CEO. Yeah. And he's telling you, do this. And if you do it some other way and, and allow man to tell you what to do. Yeah. God's gonna take you through the ringer. Just like, you know, Chad, what you were talking about with your with your people. You're like, no. You tell you to for do. me. Remember that's that? That's right.
0: And if someone comes and tells you to do something different, you let me know. Yeah. And then I'll deal with it.
1: And and if you, now that you're the <laughs> owner, yeah. You know, you can go tell your guys mm-hmm. and then you know, I'm sure you have managers that As a courtesy, that I'll let performance right. or whatever, You'll because I know it's know. gonna be
0: an issue. Yeah. But or I'll call them and make them tell the guys. That's right. You know, so you so you honor that chain of command.
1: But but you have the say. Mm-hmm. Just like God has the say. Yeah. Just like Christ has the say because he purchased it.
0: And he talks to us through his word.
1: That's right. And and just like what Christ says in Luke six forty six. You know how many people are going to call on the name of the Lord?
0: Mm-hmm. How many? That's a big verse. That's a good one to it read. It is.
1: He said, and this is Christ. Go ahead and read it, Jeff. What is,
0: what is it? Uh, Luke six forty six. Sorry, I wasn't there. I just I I know what it says. Luke <laughs> six forty six. Correct. Yeah, because this this is key right here. Um, because this is exactly what I was talking about. Yeah. Uh, forty six. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say? Who comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. Of course, so then he goes in, you know, about the rock. Yeah, the,
1: the parable, parable and everything. But
0: but it's it's true. Like you you have to uh, if
1: um you have no right to call on the name of the Lord if you're not doing if you're not doing what he says. Yeah, exactly. You know, and and this is something that is Satan is very good at, at twisting lies into every truth. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know. Now there, in in every denomination, in in everything, there's a little truth woven into it. Mm. That's what makes it believable. Yeah. But what we need to do is adhere to all of it, mm-hmm. and not pick and choose what we want to believe.
0: It's easier to believe a lie than it is a truth, you know. Yeah. And and that's Especially the thing. Like people, people your will life. say, people say to us, "Oh, you're being too critical." Are we? Yeah. Is is a nuclear physicist? Being too critical when he follows the the rules, or is he? Yeah. Can he be lackadaisical when and let things blow up and there's a nuclear leak? You know. Yeah. Or can your doctor? Are you, are you okay with him going on his own and not following the rules of a knee knee replacement surgery yeah. or an open heart you surgery? Want, you want him to follow the procedure, or do you want him just kind of go at, at his ad lib? <laughs> I'd yeah, live it. It'll on your, be all right. You no, know, it's okay. Yeah. We don't have to follow those rules. That's you know? right. And that's what we're talking about. People take their religion and they just Well, whatever. They just, you know, halfway it. Yeah. And well, it's in vain. Yeah,
1: and and I do hear, you know, people say, Well yeah, maybe it's true they don't do that, but they do this over here. Mm-hmm. Well, how much how many lies can you believe before God is gonna do something about it? Well, here in James 2.10. Okay. It says, For whoever shall keep the whole law and yet stumble in one point, yeah. he is guilty of all. Mm-hmm. Christ says, If you don't adhere to all that I command you, mm-hmm. then you are guilty. You hey. are guilty of all. You are a transgressor of the law.
0: Yeah. And so, you can't
1: leave any parts out. If that's you get right. thrown and there's parts left over,
0: there's a problem. Yeah. Okay, you didn't do the whole thing.
1: Yeah. You know, it, it's like telling people well you know i i i want to believe in god I, I believe in in christ and i'll repent of my sins but i'm not going to confess them right <laughs> okay or you know i'll i'll confess christ i'll i'll repent but i don't believe in them and yeah. and, and, and i won't get baptized yeah well then christ is not going to add you to his church
0: you're leaving a part out
1: yeah we have to adhere to all that he has commanded. Yeah. And and that's important for us to understand. It's it's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. We have to seek to be holy as he is holy. And the only way that you can be holy is to live like him.
0: Yeah, this reminds me, if you ever tried to buy something online and they need all this information, you got to put everything in. Mm. You put everything in. You get all the way to the bottom. And you were supposed to click on something, and you didn't. And then it it just clears it all out. And you got to start over and put your address in again. I know that people have done this. Okay, (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) when you're just like, you know what? I don't need it that bad. (laughs) I don't need it.
0: (laughs) About three times of getting something wrong, and it just uh, erasing it. Sometimes it doesn't do that. But I've had it happen before. And you're just like, oh, my goodness. And you could say, well, this is stupid. They don't need that. Why can't it just go through, you know? Yeah. Well... That's how religion is, you know, leaving something out. Yeah. You know?
1: You know, look at Naaman. The Captain Naaman was oh, a Naaman. great example of that. Very good example. You know, who would have thought that dipping in a dirty Jordan River mm-hmm. would have cleansed his leprosy? Yeah. Nobody can put that together. Mm-hmm. There's so much cleaner water everywhere else. Why does it have to be the Jordan? Yeah. Because God said, dip in the Jordan seven times. hmm And he... he Pissed and moaned, he fussed, and then finally, he just did it. Mm-hmm. And after the seventh dip, he was cleansed. Yeah, It's just the act of obedience. Don't be, you know, and like my kids, mm-hmm. not necessarily my youngest, my oldest, because she's older, you know, she wants to sit here and, and know why and, and know everything before she'll do it. And I'm like, you need to do it because I told you to do it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know? Like,
0: <laughs> yeah, we don't need to know the why. <laughs>
1: you d- we don't so, need to know the why.
0: We're probably going to get to this, but I guess the thing is, is you know, as we go through these things, these are all, you know, um, we can't leave nothing out. So, That's right. what is the Church of Christ? You know, like, yeah, let's let's show everyone. Okay, what is it? Because there might be some listening. That don't well, what is the Church of Christ? Yeah, you know, it's Christ Church first that purchased with their own blood. But what is it? I mean.
1: We adhere to all of the commandments of God. Yeah. That is what we seek to do. And because we believe what the Bible says. Mm -hmm. You know, as as God has promises, and his promises, it's impossible for God to lie. Hebrews 6.18. Yeah. He has promises for both the righteous and the unrighteous. Mm -hmm. And the unrighteous is eternal damnation. Yeah. These are just facts. Mm -hmm. Whether you like them or not, they're just facts. Well, not, the obedient, the ones who seek to follow His law, there's an eternal paradise,
0: mm-hmm. an eternal reward waiting for us. And I always start with everyone. I I tell everyone, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a member of the Church of the Bible that was established in Acts chapter two. That's right. You know, and that's what the Church of Christ is. Yeah. Can you
1: can you read Acts four twelve? Because this this ties into it as well. You know, as we've we've already been talking about. We need to adhere to all that, that the Lord commands.
0: Yeah, so Acts four twelve. Yes. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Christ which is, is Christ. the
1: only name mm-hmm. given among men. And notice at the end it says, by which we must be saved. Mm-hmm. There's we no have, other. We have all sinned. We have all fallen short of the glory of God. There's no other way. And we need someone to save us. We need a savior. Christ is the only savior. Mm-hmm. There is no hope in anyone else. Mm-hmm. So when you give authority to man and not go to the authority of God, well then you no longer have hope. Mm-hmm. John John twelve ties into this as well. Okay. Forty seven and forty eight. Do you want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead.
0: Okay. um, And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He rejects me and does not receive my words, has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day.
1: So it is the word of God that is going to judge us in the last day. Hmm? That is so important for us to understand. This is why we adhere to the Word of God and only to the Word of God. Chad, you know, I and... This is Jesus speaking, too. This is Jesus speaking, by the way. And he even
0: passes it on. You know, continue in 49. I think I read this before, but it says, For I have not spoken on my own authority, Jesus. He's not spoken on his own authority. But the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. So he's just the, uh, relaying a message as well that's from right. God G- as Jesus came and died for us.
1: Yeah. But, yeah, it, and that's what um, the Church of Christ is. It's Christ's church. It's the one that was established in Acts 2, and then the one that continued on through throughout the epistles. You know, Acts... The, the book of acts is really the the pinnacle of the New Testament because it it ties the apostles to the rest of the to the rest of the scripture. And Acts shows their work and it shows how they had the the gifts of, of miracles as well, just like Christ, to prove that they were sent from Christ. You know they're they're there too their message was sent by God. And so then throughout the epistles are written by the apostles. So we see their work, and we see that, yeah, they're the, the sent ones sent from from God. Yeah, You know, God is the one that sent them out. Christ is the one that sent them out to do the work. Yep. And then we see their work. And so what do they do? We, we see them establishing the Church of Christ. We see them establishing Christ's church. And throughout the epistles, we see how we are to serve Him, yeah. and and what is acceptable to Him, you know. And just a quick rundown, you know, we see a lot of issues with the Church of Corinth. First Corinthians, they had a lot of issues, mm-hmm. you know, just like a lot of a lot of churches would had they not known. Sure. And, and then, you know, Second Corinthians is beautiful. We see them kind of straightening out their way and we see them turning to the lord and and doing the doing the work of the lord his way mm-hmm. and and that's what that's the the beautiful transition but you know we see them having a lot of issues and we see paul writing the letter to them straightening yeah, them the, out
0: they gave instruction that's and, right you know i think too the the account in acts chapter 2 is huge like starting at of verse the day of Pentecost? 22 yeah just, Yeah. do you think we should read it oh yeah please it? do well, because you, you got a verse in here at the end, basically at the end in um, forty seven. Yeah. Where they they added to the church, you know. So what is the church? This is the church. Basically, Peter explains it to him. Yeah. Starting verse twenty two says, "Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which he he uh, shown." which God did through him in your midst as you yourselves also know him being delivered by the determined purpose and foreknowledge of God. You have taken by lawless hands have crucified and put to death whom God raised up having loosed the, the um, pains of death because it was not impossible that he should be held by it for, cause he rose again third day, three days later for David said concerning him. See, he's, Showing them the prophecies, because keep in mind Jesus was prophesied from the old. We've talked about that, yeah. a bunch on here. You know, he's
1: the fulfiller of the prophecies. Fulfiller,
0: yeah. It says for David says concerning him, I foresaw the Lord always before my face, for He is at my right hand that, I, <laughs> excuse me, I may not be shaken. Therefore, my heart rejoices and my tongue was glad. Moreover, my flesh also will rest in, in hope, for you will not leave my soul in Hades, nor will you allow your holy one to see corruption. You have made known to me the ways of life. You will make me full of joy in your presence. So he gives, us, gives them this uh, prophecy. Then he says, Men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Therefore, being a prophet and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that the fruit of his body, according to the flesh, he would raise up the Christ to sit on his throne. He, foreseeing this, spoke concerning the resurrection of Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God has raised up, of which we are all witness, therefore being exalted to the right hand of God, having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he poured out um, this which you now see and hear. For David did not ascend into heaven, but he says to himself, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, till I make your enemies your footstool. Therefore let us all, all the house of Israel know surely that God has made this Jesus whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent. And let every one of you be baptized into the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many of the Lord God will call. And with many other words he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Sound familiar? (laughs) Then those who gladly received his words were baptized, and that day about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread in prayers and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as anyone had need, continuing daily with the accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all people, and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Does that ever get old, David? No, it really doesn't. It doesn't, and that's it. That's the church right there. That's as simple as it is, and the people were added. They were
1: baptized, you know, just like we are today. Well, and when you go back over to um, Matthew 28, now this is where Christ says, all authority has been given to him in heaven and on earth. Yes. Then in verse 19 and 20, he says, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, mm-hmm. baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Yep. So, yeah. here, so
0: Christ tells us that.
1: Yeah, and and... This is right after Christ is talking to his apostles. He says, all authority has been given to me in heaven, and on earth. And then he, the Great Commission.
0: Yeah. Go. Go. Do this.
1: And and notice he says, make disciples of all nations. How are you making them disciples? By baptizing them in the name yes. of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.
0: And that's the church.
1: That is the church. And that's what we also see in Acts 2.38. So we, we see them being commanded to go. And then in Acts 2, we see them going And baptizing, yes, and and notice in verse thirty six, this is this is like Peter's drop the mic moment. Oh yeah, you know he's so he just he tells them about you know this Christ was foretold to you. This yeah, this has been prophesied. You guys know this.
0: You know this. This is the fulfillment of His law.
1: And then in verse thirty six, he says. And God made this Jesus, whom you crucified. Yeah. And he's calling them out. You crucified him. Mm-hmm. He was the promised. He is the promised one, and you crucified him. That's what pricked their hearts. Mm-hmm.
0: They, they were cut to the
1: heart. They were cut to the heart. That's what cut them. So yeah. they they heard the message. They heard about the word of the word of God, and they believed it, and they repented. They recognized that they were wrong, and that's why they said, what must we do? yeah and and so they're they're confessing that Jesus is the Messiah they're right there yeah what must we do and then they're told to repent and let every one of them be baptized but notice baptized in the name of Jesus yeah for the remission of sins yeah so it's not just any kind of baptism no. that is acceptable it's it is
0: in the name of Jesus into
1: Jesus Christ yeah now and and I want to point that out. In the name of Jesus Christ. And then when you skip down to verse 47, this is where we also see and, and keeping in mind the apostles were the ones baptizing, baptizing these people, right? Mm-hmm. They're yeah. the ones baptizing them. But notice in verse 47, it is the Lord adding to the church. Yeah. yeah. So even though they were baptizing, they're mm-hmm. not adding people. Yeah. They're not adding members to the body of christ only christ can add you to his body yeah this is why it's important to follow what he says Mm -hmm. and do everything teach and do all that he has commanded yeah and and so this is but this is how we are made disciples this is how we are made saints in christ because we are doing all that he has commanded this is what we're seeking to do yeah we don't want to leave anything out and we don't want to add to it, we don't want to take away from it. We want to do everything that the Lord has commanded. All. Yeah. And and that's what the Church of Christ is. Seeking to do all that the our Savior has t- told us to do. Yeah. And that's that's what we see in the New Testament. And that's why it's so important,
0: you know. And and that's right. and this is where faith comes in too, you know. Of course, you talked about like Ephesians one three. Yeah. You know, the redemption in Christ. Yes. In him, you know. Do, oh, you wanna, do you want to read that?
1: Yeah, well, so... Or
0: is that which the way you no, want to no, go? No, no, this is
1: great. Yeah, let's...
0: Because I want to touch on uh, Hebrews 11, 6, too, you know.
1: Yeah, and so let's let's start with There's Ephesians 1. There's a lot here, 1. folks. There, <laughs> I actually covered a lot of material. Yeah. And uh, so in Ephesians 1, 3, it says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places Yeah. in Christ. Now, if you have your Bible handy, I do want you to turn over here and read along with us, because I want you to notice we are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, uh-huh. but only if we are in Christ. If we are not in Christ, then we are not blessed with the with the spiritual gifts in heavenly places. We are not blessed with that if we are not in Christ. And then when you skip down to verse 7, Through 10 of Ephesians 1. And then after this, we'll we'll head over to Hebrews. But here is so important. Yeah, this is a good one. Notice all the in hymns, okay? Yeah. So starting in verse 7 of Ephesians 1, it says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence having made known to us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of the times he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth in him. So notice in verse 7, in him, Mm -hmm. his blood, his grace. And then in verse 8, he made so he made it possible, and then verse nine, his will, his good pleasure, he purposed in himself, mm-hmm. and then verse ten, he might gather, in Christ, in him.
0: Yeah, and and you know that's why we we take it so seriously. That's right. When when you're doing something else that's not in the book, okay, you know we we're, we're we're not being critical. It's just if you're not following all these things, you're not in him. Yeah, you're not. If if you bring in things that aren't in God's Word, that 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 make you different from what He wants Has us established, to be, yeah, establish us. You're not in Him. That's you're right. You're a preposter. And and you know, and then then what I wanted to touch on is, uh, you know, if we go to Hebrews eleven six, you know, that one that um because. David, I wasn't there on the day of Pentecost. Okay. Yeah. You weren't either. Nope. None, none of us are. Okay. We have to believe this. Okay. This takes faith. And he tells us right here in um, Hebrews 11:6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's right. Diligently seek him. Yeah. That's a big part right there. Well
1: and and I want to bring out because you brought out it takes faith. It does take but faith. God does not expect us to blindly follow him. No. See, this is the beautiful thing about the Bible. You start digging into it. It doesn't contradict itself. No. And and only God could do something like that. It it's been written by about forty different people, mm-hmm. forty different times, forty different places and it doesn't contradict, Mm-mm. that is an absolute impossibility. Yeah. Chad, you and I could get into a room, even together, trying to come up together with something like this, yeah. and we're going to contradict ourselves. Sure. We, because that's what we do. We're human. Yeah. And so the fact that it's written by so many different people, and yet it doesn't contradict, it's because these are holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's what the Scripture talks about. In Second Peter... 2 Peter 1, let's turn over there. You know, I'm in a different Bible tonight, so it's taking me a little bit
0: longer yeah. <laughs> to flip through these. I was going to say something, but I'm glad you brought it up. No, I'm yeah, just I know.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 2 Peter chapter 1, starting in verse 20, it says, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation... For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So these are not just men just speaking their thoughts. Mm-hmm. They were moved by the Holy Spirit yeah. to write what they're writing. And we know that it's the Holy Spirit because they don't contradict.
0: Yeah, and they, so, they were prophesied.
1: That's right, and that's why we need to diligently seek him. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing, Chad... I'm sure you feel the same way, but the more I dig into the scripture, Mm -hmm. the more faith deepening it is for me. Well,
0: and I I think, too, we have the gospels. Um, They are an eyewitness account. That's right. um, There's a reason why they wrote it down. Yeah. You know, and um, whenever you say you come up on it, I I love using this example because if you come up on an accident, an auto accident, the first thing you want that you ask is did anyone see this happen you want to talk to the eyewitness okay yeah you want to talk to the guy who's seen it happen and a lot of times they'll they'll have to make a statement and write it down okay um and in a court of law (laughs) you know the the eyewitness he um packs a punch okay right he's seen it happen you know and sometimes uh prosecutors or will will try to um you dismiss know, them somehow. Dismiss that eyewitness account, whatever. But it was written four times: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yep. Of what happened with Jesus' life, um, and his teachings, four times. And we sometimes will look at the same thing in you know, all four. Yeah. To get the perspective, because you get a better perspective by yeah. four eyewitness accounts,
1: and they they and don't contradict.
0: No, nothing contradicts, and there's also fulfillment of prophecies right. in there too. You know and, that go back to a thousand years before. You yeah. know,
1: and you know, I think of it like kind of like a concert where um, Chad, you and I can both go to a concert, mm. and maybe you're on one side of the stage, and I'm on the other side. Yeah. We're gonna see two different things it's mm-hmm. the same event but we're gonna see two different things yeah and that's really what we see throughout the Gospels Matthew Mark Luke and John is different accounts mm-hmm. so f- it, it's from their point of view but it doesn't contradict yeah and and because uh, and
0: and I guess the reason why we're bringing this up is because a lot of people try to discredit the Bible right and say oh it's there's there's mistakes there's full or or you know you'll hear well, that was way back then. This is now. We got you know. new Guess what? The law still works. That's the, right. The, the church still works for people today, the same as they did two thousand years ago. It's it's really interesting to read some of the human nature in the Bible. Yeah, it's exactly the same as today. That's right. Even the animals, you know, they'll use references to, like yeah. you know, like we talk. He- well, or just lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Well, no, that was That's not good. in the <laughs> Bible. I'm sorry.
1: But as as he but calls us use, sheep, you know, Sheep are you look a big at, one. You look at sheep; they can't be alone. No, like if you see one yeah. alone, you're like, oh yeah, that one's gonna die. Yeah, a exactly. Get I did see
0: a, I did see one alone, but and then and then he compares the people in the church to sheep. You yeah, know? and it's true, you know. Yeah, and and so. The human nature, a lot of things, and it's just we're we're just trying to prove the the Bible what it says is just as strong as it yes. today as it was.
1: It is it is sufficient in and of itself. Yeah. It doesn't need our help. There's a verse I know.
0: It's sufficient in all things, something like that.
1: Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I I can't quite think of it. Uh, but um,
0: what's the next one to go on? Here? So,
1: but to to go on to what you were you were talking about, Chad. Some people try to say, "Well, you know, times have changed, and so we need to to change the oh yeah to, we got change with the times the, the time and,
0: and the biggest one would be the LGBT you know yeah thing going the community. on community and guess what that's in the Bible too yeah go read about Sodom and Gomorrah
1: oh man yeah how did that work out for him <laughs> not good but you know when you look at First Peter 1, 24 and twenty five he addresses this. He says, "Because all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withers, and its flowers falls away, but the word of the Lord endures forever." Now, this is the word by which the gospel was preached to you. So, what he's saying here is, we are we are like the grass and the flowers of the grass, where you know when you look at flowers, they fade away. Every Every season, they, they change, right? But the word of the Lord endures forever. So even as time changes, the word of the Lord does not change. And then when you look at, at Malachi 3.6, now this one really drives the point home. Malachi 3, six. All right. Did I just beat you there?
0: Oh, no, I got it. Oh, man. You want so, me to read it? Yeah. It says, for I am the Lord, I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of Jacob.
1: This is an important an important message for us to understand. The Lord does not change. And because he does not change, that's why we are not consumed. Which is also meaning that if he did change, we would be consumed. Yeah. So if the word of God changes with the times, then we are consumed. Yeah. We have no hope. Yeah. And so... The Lord doesn't need our help. Mm-hmm. He just needs us to be obedient. You know, um, 1 Corinthians 2 5, and I know we're kind of getting off of subject here a little bit, but this is a good one. So, 1 Corinthians 2 5, well, and I can just quote it. It says, Nor that your faith should rest in the wisdom of men, oh,
0: but in the power of God. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what it says.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think I read it once or twice. Well,. I mean, <laughs> But but notice here that your faith should not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Yeah. Not the word of God, that, but the power of And this is huge because
0: you have to have faith. That's right. You have to believe that Jesus, and you know, when you, when you think of the church and the members in the church, you you have faith that Jesus came to this earth, lived as we live, was tempted as we were, uh, was crucified. F- perfect. Yeah. A perfect sacrifice. Uh free of sin and arose three days later uh, according to the scriptures according to the scriptures exactly what was happening you know and we've talked about this a bunch of times Uh, uh, I don't remember how many prophecies were fulfilled when Christ was hung on the cross but it's a lot yeah even the fact that they cast lots for his clothes that's right now even the prophecies of his enemies we've talked about this before were fulfilled it's incredible how do you control your enemies that's right. You know, no one can do that, and so this is all part of building your faith, okay? And and knowing that this happened, you can put your faith and yeah. your trust in this.
1: And you wouldn't you wouldn't know about it unless you studied it. No, you, you know, have to just study like, it. Just like the apostles and everything, always, always quoted scripture of old. You know, quoting the Old Testament, pointing out that Christ fulfilled it. That is that is faith building. That's why they're doing it mm-hmm. because, you know, the Old Testament. From Malachi to Matthew, there's about a a four to five hundred year gap between the end of the Old Testament to the beginning of the New Testament Mm -hmm. when Christ comes. There's about a four to five hundred year gap. And so, but even before that, you know, the the scriptures throughout the years, I mean, there's prophecy written thousands of years before Christ even came. Yeah, And And, and... So that's been there for so long, and then Christ comes, and he's fulfilling it. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't, you know, and it just deepens your faith when you start to read the Old Testament and see that, wow, this was really a prophecy. Yeah. Like in, in Psalm 22, it talks about them piercing his hands and his feet, holes in his hand and his feet. Do you know that when that was written in Psalm, yeah, that wasn't even in practice no, for another five hundred years.
0: Cru- cru- that, being crucified was not a thing.
1: Yeah, being crucified that way was that wasn't even in practice for another five hundred years. Mm-hmm. So th- this also shows that the the prophets themselves had no idea what they were writing. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? You know, the, like the the prophet writing it, they're like, I don't get it, but God tells me to write it, so I'm going to write it. You know? Yeah. It's not their words, and so. And written 500 years before that was even starting to be practiced, and then Christ fulfills it? Well,
0: and and going back to Acts chapter 2, yeah. those, those 3,000 souls. That's right. They believed him because mm-hmm. they could see the prophecies. Yeah. They believed him, and they're like, oh, no. What did we do? They believed him, and th- they were the first Christians, and that's what we are. We believe that this happened. Yeah. That Jesus died on the cross for our sins. Yeah. But and his
1: our faith in God is not blind. It, he shows us through his right. word his perfection. Yeah. And that's how we have definitive faith. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, he's not asking us to just just blindly follow. No. He, he has shown us over and over again. That's why when we get to the New Testament and we read about these miracles performed, we believe it. Because only God can do that. Clearly through his word, only God could do something like that. And so it's when Christ raised Lazarus from the dead, yeah, that's easy to believe. Yeah. You know, of course he did. Because he's the son of God. You know, he has, but this is where we deepen our faith. And that's why at the end of Hebrews eleven six, <laughs> say all that to get to this. Yeah. Who diligently seek him. Because when you diligently seek him, that's when you're going to believe him. Well, and he
0: even gives us warnings, you know, and we've talked about that on here, too. Yeah. About even if an angel from heaven comes and tells you something any different. Yeah. It's not from God. Let him be accursed. Yeah, let him be accursed. And, you know, we have just, I feel like we've just beat this over and over again, but it's, we're not. Okay. This is it. This is the gospel. This is what he did for us. And if anyone tries to change it, it's not his gospel, you yeah. know. And that's why the Church of Christ follows Christ to a T, exactly what the directions were given yeah. in the Bible. And
1: even even if if we start going astray from then the we're winner, not, then we are no longer part of the church yeah. that He purchased. Yeah. You know, and and this goes back to Hebrews Hebrews ten verse twenty six. You know, here is something that is very, very sobering. For what us. is it, Hebrews 10? Hebrews 10. Um, let me get over there. Verse 26. She says, For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. Yeah. That is powerful. Yeah. So the, the blood of Christ no longer. Is spilt for you. Yeah, it is no longer shed for you because it, it, there, there's, there's no justification for you there. Mm-mm. We're justified through His blood, the, the the cleansing power of His blood. And if we go on sinning willfully after we receive the knowledge, then there no longer remains a sin for sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You you are no longer covered by His blood. Mm-hmm. You are back to being dead in your sins and trespasses. Yeah. And that's important for us to understand too. So just because we are baptized into into Christ and and we begin to follow Him, if we fall away, we fall away from His His blood being purchasing us. We have sold ourselves into slavery of sin again. And so, you know, it, it's it's also abiding in Christ as well.
0: I think that reference tend tend the sheep you know the sheep reference for for disciples is a big one yeah and um, you know if you try to tend sheep any other way so what is that John 21:15 are you turning over yeah. there cuz i think that's a great example of you know if you try to do something different yeah you know um, you know then you're not tending the sheep you know yeah so 21:15 through 19
1: yes You want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. He says, and and this is after Christ arose, and he he comes back, and, and he's talking to Peter. He says, so when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, Son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. And Christ said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him a third time, Do you love me? And Peter said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. But when you were old, you will stretch out your hand and another will gird you and carry you to where you do not wish. This he spoke signifying by what death Peter would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, Follow me. So that that last verse was actually signifying what death Peter was going to die. Yeah, and but but Christ is telling him, "Tend my sheep." Yeah, and and you know, so, so I've taken
0: care of cows and horses. I've never taken care of sheep, but it's it's real similar. Um, if you don't feed them for a day, it's that's that you can't do that. Yeah. You cannot forget to feed the sheep, okay? And a lot of times people go to church and they don't get fed. Right. Okay? Because they're doing something different than what has been patterned for us in God's Word. Yeah. You know, maybe, you know, I, I've heard of people that go to church and all they do is run the nursery. Yeah. They don't even go to the worship service. They just watch kids, you uh, know, or or they're prepping a meal. And not even getting anything out of the service that we're having. Yeah. You know, is that the same? Is Are you getting fed spiritually? No. No. And, and, uh, and so, man, I'm telling you, you, it is like the most, I don't know what you'd call it. If you don't take care of an animal, it's devastating. Yeah. It will not take them very long. Uh, if you leave them in a pan with no water maybe two days they're gonna die three days Man. it's it's not good yeah like and so using that analogy says tend my sheep because it was something that I'm sure in this day I've never been over there where they raise lots of sheep because they're still doing it yeah right they that made sense to them because you you feed the sheep and then you can do whatever you want okay well, <laughs> and you don't you don't vary away from it yeah okay that is the most important thing you have to do all day, then you can take care of everything else. Yeah. Okay.
1: Like you have to, you have to schedule your yes. your schedule around everything that. Everything else gets scheduled around it. And I notice your dad because he has horses, so yeah. it's a, it's a little bit of the same. I think it what is it four o'clock or yeah. five o'clock? Yeah. Every day, mm-hmm. that's where he's at. Yeah. He's feeding his his horses. Yeah. And and so you know he he sets that time and he sets everything. He makes plans around that time. Yeah. Just like when... And this is how we really should be with church. Yeah. Right? Where a lot of people... I've heard of people... Well, I was going to come, but uh, something came up. Yeah. Well, you know what? Your 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 plan should actually be churches first, mm-hmm. and then everything else around it.
0: And it's as important as not feeding an animal. That's right. And, and it th- should really sink into us when we think that.
1: Yeah. And, and I've actually heard of people who... Came in just for a, a service or a Bible study, and uh, he ended up staying because he said, "You know, I've been going to church for years." He's like, "I learned more in this one one yeah. session than I have for in years." And they are being starved, yeah, because they're they're following traditions of men rather than the words of God. That's right. You know, when you come to a Bible study here. We study the Bible. Yeah, and, fun facts. And the, and the
0: thing is is entertainment important? Sure. But not at church. That's right. Okay. And and our, there's a whole bunch of other things that churches do. It's important in our lives a lot of it. Yeah. To to you know, but when we're at church, it, you're ten, tending the sheep. He's telling John, tend the sheep. Yeah. And and do this and teach, and that's what we do. We teach. That's right. Guess what? We only have a couple minutes left. Hebrews 10. Let's turn over there. <laughs> <Okay>. So he <laughs> I seen Dave going he's he's like, "Oh no, I got it." Well, just to go point. to
1: exactly what you're talking about, Hebrews 10 23 through 25. Okay. And I want to I want us to focus on verse 24 actually. But in verse
0: 23 Yeah. It says, "Let us one.
1: hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering." For he who has promised is faithful, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as you see the day approaching.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: you know, the reason why we do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together is because we need to consider one another. Mm-hmm. We have a responsibility to encourage and build up mm-hmm. one another. Yeah. Like, that's why we, we gather. I mean, that's not the only reason, but that's that's why we don't forsake, you yeah. know? Like, if you're thinking, well, I don't need to be lifted up Wednesday evening. Yeah. Well, are you considering everyone else that that went, that took the time to go? And and I've been a part of a congregation where, you know, the, everyone shows up Sunday morning. Yeah. And then Wednesday evening, a handful of people, like maybe seven, show up. Yeah. And it it is so discouraging for yeah. those who actually show it up. It is. It's very discouraging. So and you have a responsibility to them, to yeah. encourage them, to build them up. And we also have the pattern, too. He's
0: told us to That's do right. it. He's told us to do it, and he's told us to feed. Tend my sheep. That means teach. Teach. You know, uh, sing songs, lift each other up, pray. Yeah. You know, um, on first day of the week, remember Jesus. Yeah. At, at, you know, in the Lord's Supper. That's right. Um, remember what Jesus did for you, and and all these things that we do, and it's all part of being a Christian and being a part of the Lord's Church that He He gave His life for. Yeah. His blood, and shed His blood for. It. And and uh, man, it just really makes sense. Probably you know I'm learning every time we <laughs> we study yeah. something just really sinks in even more and and so whether you've been a member of the church for forty years or a month yeah you can both still learn as we study and encourage one another that's and, right and and look into his scriptures there's always something new there's always something you know yeah and when we look at it as a, it's as important as feeding an animal tending the sheep. Yeah. I mean, it just man, how can you not believe it? And that's right. And follow it and and make sure that you're not getting your authority from one of the two places. Yeah. From God. Only or getting from it man. from
1: God. And do not I mean, and so this is what's important. If you're if you're going somewhere and they're they're doing things that are contrary to the word of God, or they're not doing all that is talked about in the Word of God, you need to be willing to question that. Yeah. And, and look at the Scripture.
0: Make sure you're following God's Word. And
1: make sure that you're following the the authority of God, and not that's, man.
0: That's what the Church of Christ is doing. That's right. Everything in its power to follow the Word of God and follow Christ Amen. as He wanted us to do. So that's the Church of Christ.
1: Amen. And that is a great
0: place to end. That's a great place Thank to end. Thank you guys so much for joining in. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being with us for this study. Uh, will, it, will It's going to be similar next week, probably. Uh, yeah, we're so, going to be
1: digging in a little bit more into his. Church. Yeah, so
0: there's... Oh, man, we could probably go on for another hour here, couldn't we? Uh, probably
1: at least. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, but we appreciate you being with us. Uh, Thank you for listening. Give us a like, share, subscribe, so you know when there's a new episode. And we'll see you next week. And if you
1: have questions, please reach out.
0: Yeah, send us an email. uh, Reach out. There's, There's several ways to do that. And so we'll be looking forward to studying with you again next week. Thank you, guys. See you later.